0: I'm always torn. Everyone's like, happy Easter. And I'm like, well, Easter's like the pagan word. You know, we're going to (laughs) say happy Resurrection Sunday. Are you with me now? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So let's try that again. He is risen. (laughs) So good. So good. All right. Right on. So, yeah, let's talk about some stuff. Uh, the other day, the other day. Sorry, I'm gonna move. Do we need these rugs again, Deej? Can I just scoot these to the side here? I'm just gonna. I'll either go sailing on one of these puppies, and I'll have to go back to the chiropractor later for my resurrection Sunday. Uh, All right, cool. Uh, yeah, I was talking. I was talking to this guy the other day, and we kind of know each other. Like he knows I'm uh, do pastor stuff, and he was like, "So is your church? Is your church doing the Easter egg hunt for Easter? You know?" In my head, I'm like, no, baby, we Christian, you know, like that's, that's what pagan stuff do, that's pagan stuff, you know, I was like, I was just like, no, we don't do that, and uh, you know, it's like inter-awkward conversation that Emily and I have around all Christian Americanese, syncretistic holidays, you know, usually around Christmas, all these awkward conversations, we're like, no, we follow Rabbi Jesus, not cultural hippie Jesus, you know, you guys are like you are the easter grinch and uh yeah no no you know i think um this, this is always fun isn't it uh i think one of the reasons like I, americans love their holidays uh, we we love our holidays are you are you with me this morning i mean have you guys been in cracker barrel it's just like it's just like they have food, but it's kind of like holiday world, you know. It's like, I think if you go in there right now, they're already celebrating 4th of July, you know, it's just, it's just on to the next thing. But uh, I think one of the reasons we love our holidays so much is to kind of get real. I think one of the reasons we love our holidays so much is because it helps us, it kind of helps us to cope, doesn't it? It kind of helps us to to just like forget for a minute, you know. I mean, if a chocolate bunny and some glitter can help me not have to like deal with this just undealable situation for a minute, you know, sign me up, you know, I'll take another holiday hit, please, uh, if you will, you know, it's it's, uh, it's just a little easier, right, Um, and so uh, yeah, culture kind of always keeps us coming back for the next hit, doesn't it? um, yeah, because it never actually successfully deals with the issues at hand, uh, because what, what power has it to do so, right? It, it can't, it, right? It doesn't have any power to really actually deal with any of this stuff, and so, just kind of like, the next thing, the next thing. It's like, you've seen this with chronic vacationers, you know what I'm talking about? You know those people. It's like, didn't you just get back? You're going again? Yeah, the next thing, the next thing, and so left to our own devices, often, you know, it's like best case scenario, we get really good at working for the weekend, Uh, you know, we get like a PhD in good times, you know, but where's all the meaning in all of this, where's all the meaning in all of this suffering, where's the meaning in all of this pain, and so often you'll find uh, two groups of people, right, right? Love dividing the world into binaries, right? Often you'll find these two groups of people, and one group's just kind of like pushing through the circumstances, right? We're going to have a good time, right? We're going to find some fleeting sense of joy. And then there's this other group over here that's just like nihilism and despair, right? Two groups of people. So don't be surprised uh, this morning to hear me stand here and say that Easter egg hunting today will not give me or you meaning. All the kids are like, what? That's not true. Right? This chocolate cross that I got may actually even take more meaning away. Eh? We're so confused. No Easter Basket, no translucent grass will save us from this anxiety, this pain, this realness that is our lives, that does feel quite a bit overwhelming at times, doesn't it? But are there really only two options here, quick fixes or despair, So, uh, after we waved our palms last Sunday, and before we got here today, before we got to Friday, right, we found Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he went into the Garden of Gethsemane to pray, and it says, he was with some of his comrades, he said, sit here while I go over there and pray. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be grieved and agitated. Then he said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and stay awake with me. And going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not what I will, but what you want. It's the word of the Lord. So with the cross before him, right, Jesus the Christ suffered ultimate true human fear and anxiety, right, as much as humanly possible. In Luke, it says he was sweating blood So we discover that the Word of God took on flesh and made his dwelling amongst us and shared our trials and shared our weaknesses and shared our pain, including anxiety. It's like here in the garden, through the anxiousness of Christ, the very heart of God is exposed. And by sharing our predicament, right, Christ's redemptive work extends to every aspect of human life this morning. And so today you need to know that the garden of Gethsemane is an essential uh, an inescapable part of the human condition of the human existence of our existence, right? What gives you anxiety this morning? I don't know what you guys are thinking. You're thinking this is the worst Easter sermon I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> What gives us anxiety this morning, right? Tax day, day. come on with it. (laughs) Come on with it, right? So many things, right? Work, fam, family relations, right? All the things, the back pain, falling off the deck again, right? right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the things, climate change. There's a lot of things to be anxious about, right? There's a lot of things to be anxious about. That, that Gethsemane moment. See, that Gethsemane moment, that will come at some point or another, whether you want it to or not, where it feels as if your friends have left you. They're asleep over there. You're like, could you just please stay awake with me? It's dark. Everything just seems swallowed by fear and sorrow, and it's like death is knocking at your door, right? It's like all things seem to be against you. It's like everything just feels like your adversary, right? It's like you have all the pieces, but for whatever reason, you just can't find a way to get them all to come together, right? This is the human experience. This is the Gethsemane, right? This is what happens prior to today, That's what happened on Friday, and so what does it mean this morning, right, that this is Sunday? Is Resurrection Sunday for you this morning just another prop, just another hit? or is there something happening with us this morning that is transformative that is real that is saturating that is moving that is planting that is growing it says but on the first day of the week at early dawn they came to the tomb taking the spices they had prepared and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb but when they went in they did not find the body And they were perplexed about this. Suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. You know, I love preaching on uh, Resurrection Sunday. And if you've been around for a few of my Easter sermons you just never know you know uh, I've been known to bang some pots one of my favorite years like uh this was back in the day and I had this we had this huge gong uh like you do and I had it like hidden you know and like right at this one moment I like threw this thing off and I was like what the cow? and uh, some of you guys remember Brent Pierce and he, dude he wet his pants it was just like it was just the best thing ever you know it was just fantastic and I remember one year I lit fireworks off, but it was kind of anticlimactic because I couldn't get it lit. It was like, you know, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Anybody remember the year we we were in the garden? We had the bonfire and we uh, we lit up the Easter basket. That was a fun time. We had this whole Easter basket. We were just like, you know, yeah, yeah. I love that because uh, Easter, you know, Resurrection Sunday is like the great surprise isn't that's the bomb it's like it's it's ready this whole place is gonna go right uh yeah we're gonna empty this place out just like the tomb and um yeah yeah i love that because easter easter is like the greatest surprise resurrection morning uh is that piece is that thing that we find out that all things that that happened that were prior that were broken All those things that happened in prior that we found that were chaotic, that that were meaningless, have now found order, have now found purpose, are now moving in the direction, right? Are now being redeemed. But the thing is this morning, the thing is this morning, is that Jesus' prayers and Jesus' supplications, Jesus' cries and his tears, they were heard by the one who could save him from death they they were heard but the answer was not the removal of his anxiousness and pain right but it being entrusted to god in the utmost degree and so in the resurrection, we find that all the brokenness and all the pain was simply the path, right? It was simply the dark tunnel to be traversed through so that we could get here on Sunday morning to find the morning light breaking through and the tomb empty. Are you with me this morning? Resurrection Sunday is not a reminder of a God who removes from us all struggle but who fills us with his spirit and holds our hand and teaches us how to walk through it this morning. Jesus' resurrection wasn't the undoing of his death. Jesus was not de-crucified, right? Jesus rises from the grave, and his body literally still is scarred. This touch, feel, right? it's not replaced by something that wasn't Jesus, right? We're still bearing this. And so this morning brought the goods with me. My seeds. When it's spring, you don't go anywhere without seeds. It's one thing I've learned. So all that stuff this morning All that sorrow, all that pain, all that anxiousness, let's dig a little deeper, cancer, Dementia. I'm going to put this here for me, all that gastrointestinal stuff. All that stuff that we deal with. All that stuff. We find in the resurrection that it's not sterile. We find that all that pain and all that sorrow and all that anxiety, all that stuff that went into Friday was not sterile, but was actually impregnated with life. It was actually the seeds of resurrection. It's actually part of the thing that's being planted that's going into the new kingdom that is coming. So that at the end of the day, when Sunday comes, there are flowers, that something is growing. That something has taken seed within the soil of the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus the Christ this morning. And so now something else is growing. Now something else is fruiting. Now something else is happening If we are willing to surrender to it, if we are willing to be transformed by it, if we're willing to be moved by it, enter into it this morning, if we allow ourselves to even run that distance and look in and find ourselves that the tomb actually is empty, if we'll take the time to see this morning. And so, now what happens? I'm, I'm landing this plane. We got breakfast, we got brunch. Land the plane. So now what happens this morning is that the parts of creation that we were using, the parts of creation that we were using for our fixes and for our hits are now released from our abuse and from our use to become something no longer under the weight of our addiction, no longer under the weight of our objectification because, as Paul writes, he says, the resurrected Jesus is about the reconciliation of all things. Sunday comes in an empty tomb, and we find that all things are being made new. Our joy doesn't come from these uh, celebrations this morning, right? but we find our joy in the risen Christ and thus celebrate. Are you with me? Things are reordered this morning. This morning we find Jesus uh, not in the tomb, yet within yet within all the emptiness of the tomb. Everything else is now found within it. We find this morning that everything belongs, right? Today, we can actually Easter egg hunt, can't we? Yeah. Today, we we can have our Easter baskets. Am I right? Yeah. Today, we can have our meal. We can do our things. We can rejoice, not because these things are doing something for us, not because these are distractions, but because in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, good times are had are you with me this morning all of a sudden we have freedom to do so because it all belongs right we have what's called deep hope this morning because we know ourselves are part of the universal redemption of the whole thing and all of creation this morning And all that which has been endured has been endured by the risen Christ with us this morning and our seeds for the garden of the kingdom to come this morning. And so, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Let's pray. Lord, we give you thanks. God, we can't even... (laughs) Lord, the mystery of your life and your death and your resurrection. Lord, we could celebrate in every way we can imagine and it wouldn't come close. It wouldn't come close to receiving and understanding the mystery of your life and your death and your resurrection and what that means for all of us and how that shows and gives all of us clarity and movement and growth and order and resurrection ourselves, God, that this is all going somewhere and all the things, God, that it feels like maybe we're barely, <sighs> we're barely making it through, God, these things aren't void. These things are impregnated. These things are part of the new thing that you are building. These are the seeds of the resurrection, God. And we just give you thanks this morning for the hope that we have in you. In your name I pray. Amen. I think Jovi is going to come. We didn't get to do our reading earlier. And...